Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We've got Larry on his phone down south. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Well, I suppose maybe we should start with uh, what's going on over in Ukraine, which appears to be the trigger event to bring in World War III and... uh, Probably, uh, as Bible prophecy says, it will be used in one way or another to bring the United States, NATO, uh, Russia, China, and everybody else into this world conflict. And according to the Bible, it appears it goes totally nuclear. Uh, arrows made bright, expert telemetry systems, etc., etc. What's the latest you have? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, uh, the latest is uh, three sources on a report, one from Hal Turner, a covert alert, and then off-grid uh, desert farming uh, news, and then the Q-Alert has got uh, put it out. Uh, Q-Alert says Russia warns the U.S., NATO, and Ukraine about moves on Transnistia. I can't pronounce that. Uh, mm-hmm. Moscow say, says will quickly respond to any provocation by the West. Then uh, off-grid desert farming report says uh, Ukraine moving troops on onto the Moldova border. And of course, for people that don't know this translocation, Transnistria or whatever, uh, that's a breakaway uh, little spot of land that broke away from Moldova. So it's all, you know, when we're talking about Moldova, it's all the same thing, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But it says mm-hmm. Ukraine moving troops on the Moldova border. Uh, Ukraine forces move towards the largest, the world's largest ammo dump. It's a, it's an old uh, Soviet Union uh, dump of uh, 20,000 something tons of ammo and weaponry. And, uh, there are reports that uh, NATO forces out of Romania may be moving towards Moldova to join up with the Ukrainians mm-hmm. to actually take that take that massive uh, dumb because uh, you know some students of uh, history and and other things say that there's enough weaponry and ammo inside that that if you know Ukraine and the, the West took it that uh, it would actually last, um, you know, Ukraine about a year of fighting. So, you know, there we are. And then, uh, of course, Hal Turner's got some covert intel out about it, and uh, he's claiming that possibly, he says, Ukraine massing invasion troops. uh, Mm -hmm. Says Ukraine has massed 15 to 20,000 invasion force to get ready to go after uh, this... uh, I guess you could call it ammo dumb uh, there mm-hmm. in Transnistria. And, and of course, uh, I read up on some of this data, and it seems like uh, Russia had a uh, 
troop force of about 1,500 uh, Russian troops that were guarding this, and uh, there's supposed to be more on the way, but from what I read, the latest data, it appears that uh, the Ukrainian troops are within like three kilometers, which is a little less than three miles away from this location. So, mm-hmm. well, we're just we're just watching. You you just don't know. I mean, everything seems to be a trigger point in this war. So, fifteen hundred troops. Unless they can get reinforcements, it would be relatively easy, I would think, for uh, Ukraine and and NATO to uh, amass a a force that could easily overrun and take that uh, ammo uh, dumb. And for those who are not familiar with the word dumb, it's deep underground military base is really what it means. And so this is evidently one of the largest, or is the largest, uh, I guess one could say, storage facility for ammunition and and uh, other equipment. So, what do you think Russia would Russia respond with? Uh, um, shall we say nukes? You know, tactical. Do you suppose just keep them away? Well, that is a clue that's been uh, apparently sources out of Russia are indicating that Russia has plans to actually send a uh, tactical nuke at that location uh, if it's about to be overrun. So, you know, maybe that may actually take out NATO and Ukrainian troops and even some Russian troops, I suppose. And, of course, they could tactically nuke that underground dome, I guess, uh, it's really not a good deal. I mean, this thing is, it, you know, it, once a tactical nuke goes off for any reason, Stuart, it's going to up the ante. Yeah. Yeah, and that's maybe what they want. I mean, these uh, <laughs> these global leaders desperately want their World War III, and they'll do anything to make it happen so that they can bring in their Antichrist New World Order. And, of course, the U.N.'s working with this, and we got some news on the U.N. and Israel and uh, all of and Russia, by the way, uh, which we'll get into. Here's a headline, though, from Turner. It says, uh, trans, I don't know how you pronounce it either, bans Ukrainians from entry unless they have relatives in the enclave. Ukraine military hiding equipment along the border. Authorities of trans whatever have banned entry into the territory of citizens of Ukraine who do not have relatives among the local residents. And then he's got a picture of a B-52 buzzing over uh, Estonia. Uh, At least two fully nuclear-capable U.S. B-52 stratofortress buzzed the city of Telman, I guess, Estonia today. 120 miles from the border of Russia. This show of force was a message to the Russians. Now Russia might have to send a message back. Um, what is the COVID intel other than is that uh, the one about amassing invasion troops? Wow. This will up the ante, won't it, considerably? Oh, without, yeah, without a doubt, Stuart, this will up the ante. And uh, there's an actually interesting uh, – 
uh, I wanted to mention this real quick and get your opinion here because this is how Turner's covert alert restricted a news flash says United Nations votes to demand that Russia exit Ukraine immediately. Uh, says at this United Nations urgent meeting in New York City, United Nations votes to demand Russia withdraw from Ukraine immediately and unconditionally. The vote was 141 in favor, seven opposed. Then, get this, Stuart, United Nations then delayed any votes indefinitely uh, during the meeting with Russia on the Russian Nord Stream pipelines being blown up. And regardless of the evidence, they're not even going to look at it. And then the U.N. also refused to investigate the Russian evidence that was presented of U.S. bio labs inside Ukraine. So, Stuart, uh, I get what do you – the elite is just simply – they, they want their war. Uh, they're not even trying to be fair or equal about anything, are they? No, they aren't. They, they, uh, they're totally corrupt. The U.N., I firmly believe, and we'll find out later whether it's true or not, that the United Nations is in reality the fourth beast of Daniel. If you go into the prophet Daniel, he talks about this fourth beast that rises up, and it's different from nations. It's different from states. It's unlike anything the world has ever seen before. And we've gone over it a little bit before, but basically what it means is this organization, the United Nations is a treaty organization. There's never been anything like it. It derives all of its power through treaties it makes with the nations of the world. And uh, it's very, very interesting that the vote was 141 in favor because that's a hidden 411 code, 141. Mm. <laughs> so it, it's almost like the Lord is telling us, look, this is it's rising up right under our noses. And, uh, of course, this goes back a long ways. Zabrinsky, I can't think of his name, Zabrinsky's, I can't remember who, who it was, but he wrote a book, Between Two Ages, and a couple of other books. And one of them, he outlined how they were going to encircle the Soviet Union, Russia, basically now, and her allies, and choke it off. And destroy, this is what we're doing. Now, you can't tell me that Medvedev and Putin and the military doesn't know all about those plans of the West. And I believe this, if you go back into Jeremiah, you go into Isaiah, you go into the book of Revelation, and you find out that it is most likely anyway, a lot of people dispute it, that uh, Gog and Magog are in that area of Russia and Turkey. Now, Turkey is another key to that whole thing and appears to be joining forces with Russia. And, uh, you know, we got all that Black Sea operations and... Uh, I don't know, Larry. I, this, this thing just keeps popping up more and more. And as far as the United Nations, Russia's not going to pay any attention to a command for them to vacate Ukraine. They're just going to ignore it. So what is the U.N. going to do at that point? 
Well, I don't know, but here's something that I that really I had never thought of that popped up uh, yesterday, the 23rd. Uh, this mm-hmm. was a news post by it was Breitbart News. Listen to this because I didn't I didn't even realize this, but I knew that Japan certainly did not like Russia or China. But I didn't know this. Listen to this. Japan now is publicly noting that it is technically at war with Russia and never concluded with uh, with a war with Russia at the end of World War II. Now Japan has come out saying they're going to begin to help Ukraine fight Russia. Uh, that's another angle, Stuart. What do you think? I, I didn't realize that Japan and Russia were technically still at, at war. war. Yeah, that is kind of uh, different. But, you know, it kind of goes along. I can't remember where the prophecy came from. Uh, maybe Esdras, where it says that Japan suffers the same fate that the United States suffers. In other words, when the USA is attacked, uh, Japan, likewise, is attacked. Now that's beginning to to uh, come into the picture. Because if, Jap- if Japan is at war with Russia, uh, Medvedev more or less has said, as has Putin, that NATO and the USA are now at war with Russia. Uh, <laughs> things are beginning to shape up here for a well, major... Yeah, go ahead. Well, it is, Stuart, because if you'll remember the, in the news, uh, maybe three months, four months ago, remember China threatened Japan and said, we will begin to nuke you? Yes, I do. And they have been, Russia and China have been probing um, with their aircraft and bombers. Not only Taiwan, but they've been coming close to Japan. So this whole thing is heating up, and it's sooner or later it's just going to go, boom. And we will be at war, and humanity, of course, being fallen, is suicidal to begin with. And uh, it's a wonder when you really study the Bible and Bible prophecies that we've come as far as we have without blowing ourselves off the face of the earth. Um, But this business of the U.N., Voting to demand Russia exit Ukraine only adds fuel to the fire because they've done pretty much the same thing with Israel. Uh, You know, they're always condemning Israel. No matter what Israel does, the U.N., uh, which is nothing more than part the face of the new world order and the Western powers seeking to control the whole world, China and Russia have said, well, what gives you the right to control the world? Maybe we should be the ones who do it. And uh, then you got the Vatican. Well, we should be the ones who control the world. And on and on and on it goes. Everybody wants to run the world, and they can't even run their own lives, let alone anybody else's. So yeah, this sure, is gonna... and, and there's... Here's something that just dovetails, <laughs> dovetails right into that, and I'd really like your opinion on this one. Because I know you keep up a lot with the WEF and the connections with UN and all of that. Uh, this is from a breaking news report, February the 22nd. Uh, you know, I hadn't heard anybody else parrot it in mainstream media, but Dale knows posted it as breaking news, and it, uh, the information was from investmentwatchblog.com. Listen to the headline here. 
EU to hold emergency meeting on March the 6th and 7th may send all of NATO's remaining munitions to Kiev. The disarming of Europe is almost done, just as the WEF directions have said. Yeah, actually, the, the World Economic Forum is, I would say, higher than the UN when it comes right down to it. They're the ones uh, giving the orders, basically. Uh, you may remember that, uh, I can't even think of his name now, uh, said that you can't stop us. We can do pretty much whatever we want to do. We're going to bring in our new world order, and you can't stop us. Nobody can Klaus stop Sch us. Yeah, yeah is that Klaus Schwab? Klaus yes, Schwab. Klaus Schwab. And then you got Harari, <clears throat> who's Antichrist to the core, coming up and mocking God, mocking Christ, saying the whole thing is just nothing but fake, the Bible's fake news, on and on and on they go. So, I mean, if people can't figure out that this is the rise of the Antichrist, New World Order, uh, they're never going to figure it out. And uh, Schwab and the rest of those people are very, very powerful. They are the ones bringing in this new digital currency, which uh, Biden has signed on to. All the other nations, basically, of the world have signed on to it. And uh, what it, if, you, if folks out there don't realize what this digital currency is all about, it's total control. When you have cash, you can spend it any way you want. But under this new system that they're developing, the government, the world government, will control what you do with your money, how you spend your money. They're coming in the back door with health. That's why the World Economic Forum is so powerful, because uh, the World uh, Health Organization, WHO, UN, and the World Economic Forum have, are pretty much the same entity, and what they're doing is they're coming in the back door through a health treaty, which gives them total power over you. And your money. Because if you want to come in the back door with health, then you can talk about, oh, you're too heavy. you got to go on a diet. So they restrict what you can buy and what you can't. Uh, you've got to go into the doctor every year for an examination. Don't want to do it? Well, we'll just cut you off. Uh, we're going to mandate vaccines, the mRNA, DNA, changing vaccine. They're still pushing it. Folks, it's already killed millions around the world, maimed millions more, and people like Biden and Trump and the rest of them are still pushing it. Why? Why in the beginning of the COVID crisis did they do everything they could to make people sick? They did everything they could to lower your immune system. They denied ivermectin. They denied doctors who said, we can cure this right away, this bioengineered, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, virus, influenza A, influenza B. They renamed it. Remember, I don't know if you remember, but uh, um, COVID-19 took over influenza. 
Influenza disappeared. Why? Well, because it was influenza. They just renamed it. That's why. These people are liars. They're satanic liars. They're still pushing it, even though they know it's killed millions of people. Why would they do that? Well, there's only one reason, population reduction. It was in the Georgia Guidestones. They told everyone what they were going to do. They then destroy the Georgia Guidestones, and now they're doing it. And yet people are still asleep. They still do not believe that people are that evil. I got news for you. They are that evil. They're so evil, you can't even begin to imagine it. That's the problem. Jesus was very, very blunt about how evil, evil really is. Evil men and women wax worse and worse and worse to the point where you can't even recognize that anybody could be that evil. Well, they are. And you are now at war, whether you want to believe it or not, and it's your world leaders, according to Psalm 2, that are you are at war with, and the people still sleep on. When's the next football game, honey? That's all they think about, things of this world. And uh, they're going down, folks. I hate to bring bad news, but it's the truth. Biblical prophecy is being fulfilled with 100% accuracy. And we're going down. America's the target, and they intend to take us down totally. Look at all the food plants that have been destroyed. Everything that's going on in the United States now is basically an act of war. Even that deal over there in East Palestine, that they now pronounce Palestine, I guess, but, uh, uh, you know, look at what that's done. That's only part of it. Uh, train derailments. You had an, a situation with that, Larry. Maybe go into that again just to tell people what's going on, if you choose to or not. Well, I, I was working for a sheriff's office in southern Oklahoma a uh, number of years back, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at picking up on clues. And anyway, I was working a burglary, and uh, the, the person that had property stolen uh, worked for the railroad that came through there. And so he began to tell me about all the train derailers that were being stolen from the railroads, and it was happening to multiple railroad groups, not just not just his. You know, they had kind of an intelligence between all of the railroads, and this was going on, and and they were losing uh, lots of lots of the derailers. And you know, basically, a, tra a, a railroad company has a train derailer. And it's a it's a uh, physical way to derail a train off of a track, and it's a manual operation basically. Uh, mm -hmm. And and so anyway, you know, I worked up a I did an offense report on it from that an investigation. Uh, then I took my offense report. There was a homeland security meeting not too far away from me, and I took it to that and turned it in to homeland security and. You would have thought I kicked them in the butt. I mean, boy, uh, that hmm. that didn't need to be said, put in print. No reports needed to be. I, everything I did was wrong. 
you know, I shouldn't have heard, I shouldn't have got the information in the first place. I shouldn't have made a report with the information in it. I shouldn't have took my report to Homeland Security. I shouldn't even talk about any of this stuff like I'm doing on the telephone tonight. And, uh, well, there you are, Stuart. And guess what? Now we're having trains derailing all over the country multiple times. And over the last few years, we've had all these suspicious, unusual train derailments. What do you think? Yeah. No, uh, Department of Homeland Security came into being. Uh, it was sitting on the RAND Corporation's shelves. They had developed this Homeland Security and all of this. And when 9-11 came along, which, by the way, was an inside job, anybody that, that uh, was involved in, in fact, we had some people that were fire, firemen who called us that morning. And uh, usually I get censored for saying that kind of stuff and uh, said that they had pulled the buildings. Uh, kerosene from a jet aircraft, you know, when it hit the building, is not hot enough. It doesn't burn hot enough to melt steel. So it wasn't the fire from the fuel that brought those buildings down. The firemen who were there knew it. They said that it was pulled. We now know that number seven building behind the Twin Towers was likewise pulled. And we know that because the guy who owned it said so right on live TV. We pulled it. So the whole thing was uh, done to advance Homeland Security, to bring it about, and start the takeover of the United States of America. Now, the people that are behind all this do not realize that Jesus Christ is 2,000 years ahead of them, told us all about how this was going to go down, and now it's going down exactly as he said it would. Now, these people are headed for eternal ruin, but they're too stupid and too apostate and too biblically illiterate to know it, as is, unfortunately, most of the American people. They will not study the Bible. They will not do word studies. They will not do what Jesus Christ ordered them to do. And so, not knowing they are fallen, um, they end up in ruin. And I've tried for the last 30-some-odd years to warn people about it. Um, maybe done a little headway, but not much. And it's just too bad to watch humanity go down the tubes. Uh you know, with all this, the warnings that the creator of all of this gave us, we pay no attention to it. Instead, we look through microscopes, we look through telescopes to try and solve how the universe was created rather than try to find the creator himself, which we can do. Jesus said, yes, you can. You can find me. Just do what I tell you. You will meet me face to face. Well, if you won't do it, I guess <laughs> got a problem. Anyway, um, what else we got here on uh, uh, what is this electronic billboards in Moscow broadcasting war images with a message? Moscow is preparing for tomorrow's historic day. That was the speech of Putin, but there will be no turning back. What did they mean by no turning back? What's your take on that? Well, one of the things that came of that, which uh, I, I understood later, uh, Moscow got hacked, and they hacked all the uh, 
broadcast of Putin's speech, but of course it's out there anyway. And by the way, Putin did at that point uh, get rid of the uh, nuclear treaties. So now, uh, you know, according to some of the experts, America has no way at all now physically to monitor the movement or any activity with Russian nuclear weapons, period. We don't even have a finger in the pie anymore. But thanks to Biden, that's fine. I mean, that's where we are. And uh, there is so much nuclear activity going on. You know, I shared, I think I shared, I can't remember all the time what I say, but uh, that uh, the Norwegians' intelligence observed uh, Russia loading the northern fleet with nuclear weapons. And it wasn't just tactical nukes, it was other nuclear weapons. And uh, according to uh, the intelligence that the northern fleet sailed loaded with nukes. So here we are. We've got this situation with NATO coming out of Romania, maybe. And uh, the Ukrainians going to try to take that base in Transnestra, however you say that, and take it away from the Russians, and the the sources in Russia are claiming that Russia will use tactical nukes at that location, no matter who it takes out. They will they will hit them, and so if that's true, then uh, this is going to throw this up. You know, you you only go from a tactical nuke upward. You've got you've got a big nuke, maybe a Satan nuke. You know, a Satan two or something, but. Yep. You know, and, and, of course, you know, I know a lot of people think Russia is defeated. You know, I even saw Milley, Stuart. I saw General Milley today on the war room. Uh, you know, he was telling MSNBC and CNN that uh, Russia has been defeated, that they've been defeated in Ukraine. Well, if Russia has all of its nuclear weapons and a dead-hand switch, I wouldn't consider them defeated, would you? No, not at all. No, um, Milley probably doesn't know anything about biblical prophecy, because if he did, he'd be hiding in his bunker right now. Uh, it, it's just, it's a shame to watch all this go down. It's going down exactly as it's written. Uh, it's like our borders, wide open. And God said, I'm going to fill you with men. Um, fifth column, military operations, men coming across the border. And they will take up arms against us from within, and we will be attacked from without. It's happening. That's why the borders to the north and to the south, folks, they're wide open. And God says, I'm responsible for that. I did that. Go into Jeremiah and read it. God says, I'm going to fill you with fifth-column military operations. If you, you know, I'm paraphrasing it. He says, I'm going to fill you with, like, caterpillars. Caterpillars are destructive. That's why he's using that word. They're very destructive. And uh, this is an internal. He's bringing these people in as a judgment. Look at the weather. Look at what's happened to California. Look at the storm we just had. We got a foot of snow here. They had blizzard conditions. And it was horrible. It's still going on on the East Coast now. All hey, of Stuart. this, yeah, these are judgments. Go ahead. Yeah, you're talking about the southern border and the judgments and all of this stuff. I had a conversation uh, with uh, Dan Gordon the other day. Remember, he's the uh, IDF reserve yes. captain. That, that uh, matter of fact, he's you know a film producer and and uh, all of that with the Sarbo Studios. But anyway, uh, he wrote the book. Uh, 
uh, America's, uh, the Day of the Dead, America. And I talked to him about that, and I said, what do you think? I said, now, I said, when you wrote that book, we wasn't having this kind of stuff with our southern border. But now, years later, after you wrote that book, and his book, by the way, for those who hadn't read it, it's a really good book, and it's about a terrorist invasion of the United States southern border. Isn't that ironic? Years later, suddenly now, and I, I had a conversation with him, and he said, my book is more relevant today, 2023, than ever since I wrote it. So, Stuart, uh, Dan Gordon, you could almost say, was prophetic. Absolutely. Yep. And people still don't, they still can't recognize what's being done. And Biden is doing it. They're, they're deliberately opening up the border. And God uses this corruption. He uses this evil to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. That's why it's happening. And uh, I don't think we're very far away from the actual uh, takedown of the United States. They've already destabilized us. They've already infiltrated. The communist revolution is all but complete in the United States now. They've infiltrated the military. They've infiltrated just about everywhere. They're in our schools. They're in our grade schools. And, uh, you know, all this woke business and everything else. That's all part of the communist destabilization program. But nobody wants to call it that. Oh, they're Democrats. No, they aren't Democrats. They're communists. The rhinos are not rhinos. They're communists. People just don't want to call them what they are. Maybe it scares them or something. Read your Bible, folks, and you'd understand all of this. Study your Bible. Get out your strong concordance. Bury your face in it, because if you don't, you're going down. You might as well go down with Jesus Christ on your side, because you're going to go down anyway. And like Bobby Dylan said in his uh, song, you're going to serve somebody. might be the devil, or it might be God, but you're going to serve somebody. And uh, this is where humanity's at. And they've decided they're going to serve Satan and this world rather than do what Jesus Christ commanded them to do. I want to switch horses here. Barry Rothman, new code. And this is fascinating because it goes into the strong delusion, the arrival, and a false messiah. Uh, Larry, you did some word on that. What, what, what is going on here with this? This is interesting. Yeah, this is pretty. Matter of fact, it just came out today. I wasn't even aware of it. Uh, but Barry Rothman uh, came up with a new uh, matrix on a tour code, February the 24th. It's still under construction, by the way, so it'll probably be enlarged. Uh, but the title, E.T., May Attack with False Messiah. And uh, then it's got nine word or phrases in the matrix. And it's kind of an interesting matrix. And the most interesting thing is I give this matrix is a comment from Rothman about some, well, I just call it intelligence or information that he got uh, from someone that the grays, and I'm reading now, he said that the grays from Orion uh, have been implanting hybrid embryos in humans with the goal that they need one of the hybrids to that's that's birthed from this to appear to have the face of the shroud of Turin, and if you look, and of course we're well, most everybody knows what the shroud of Turin is, and mm -hmm. uh, 
but when Barry ran that, of course, Barry has to run this stuff, you know, because it's in the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, that's all he runs it in, and uh, it's in Hebrew, and so he has to run it in Hebrew, so the Shroud of Turin is not Hebrew, I think that's French, I'm not really positive, but uh, anyway, here's what he got back, though, it's really kind of interesting that in the Matrix, in the, the Torah, he found this, it's called Image Dash Torino, whatever that means, Turin O. Uh, yeah. Then number two, UFO. Number three, slave sold. Number four, alien. Number five is a phrase that says, and the, that prophet or dreamer shall be put to death. Number six is a phrase, the thoughts of his heart were always only evil. Number seven, fraud. Number eight, Elohim. Number nine, again, Slave and sold. What do you think? Wow. Yep, they're setting the world up for this. And I think that arrival is very close at hand. Uh, this is kind of what he said here. The page is under construction. Uh, and then he goes on to say that uh, E.T. to create a slave warrior race. Many of the main characters, gods, are borrowed from the Old Testament, the storyline includes a plan for underground great aliens to replace most people. Now, this is, reminds me of Dr. Sala and his uh, operations and the Galactic Federation and Star Trek and all of that sort of thing. Now, the book of uh, Thessalonians tells us all about how this is a strong delusion set up actually with God behind it but set up by the fallen ones to deceive the human race because they refused to believe in creation. They instead opted for the concept of evolution. And as I've said before, folks, if you're evolving, you don't need a Messiah. You don't need a Redeemer. You're where you're supposed to be. Everybody's just evolving. And this is where the rubber hits the road. Either God it created everything that he says he did, or he's a liar. And we are actually evolving. And you have to make up your mind which you're going to believe. If we, are, if we were created perfect and we fell, as in the Genesis, then we need to be redeemed. If we did not fall and we're simply evolving... What do we need to be redeemed for? The whole story of Jesus Christ is, in fact, that the human race, when it took the knowledge of good and evil, fell. And either that's true or it's false. You can't have it both ways. Anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting, Larry, that he found this in there. Uh, Part of this delusion, I believe. And it gets very, yeah, very think, convoluted. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to say and add there that uh, it, it seems this delusion is multifaceted, Stuart. Uh, yep. In other words, even the portions of the arrival, remember Standeo said, because I asked him on our interview we did with him, uh, well, are they going to come down from space and land in the arrival, or are they going to come up from below the earth? In the arrival or what? And he said both. So 
it's multifaceted because people don't realize it. They're coming from all angles, actually. And, and, and everything seems to dovetail, Stuart, even this World War III and even the, 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 the collapse of the economies of the world and, and the pandemics, you know, the diseases, the plagues. All of this seems to, co- to be around the scenario of the arrival time frame. Yes. Yep. We are, we're definitely at the final phase of the end of man's probation on planet Earth. It's just humanity does not believe it. They will not believe it. They will not accept it. And so the war basically becomes, like Stan Dale said, uh, all of the weaponry, all of the technology, everything that they're developing is in reality a way to fight Jesus Christ at his physical return to earth. It's insanity. The creator created everything there is, according to the Bible. There is nothing made that was not made. Well, if the creator made everything, and he's allowing humanity to develop all these weapons, he can dissolve those weapons in a split second. He can stop every heart, every breath, everything in a split second. And mankind does not acknowledge that. They will not acknowledge it, and um, <laughs> they're going to find out the hard way. All they have you know to what, do. Sir? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean I didn't mean to interrupt you. But what you made a good point there, though. You're talking about uh, you know everything they've developed. This is the and this is the joke, really. The real big joke, you know, on those that hate God. The fact is that everything that they have created, every single weapon, every single material object that they have created to fight him is his stuff. It all is the creator's stuff. They don't even have any of their own stuff, and they can't make anything themselves. That's the joke. (laughs) I've often said, I want to see, uh, there was that joke, It's, it's not very long, but it's, it's about a guy who says before goes before God and says, "Well, creating a man's easy. I can do it." And God says, "Oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, when you got that done, bring him to me. I'd like to talk to him." And uh, the guy, the scientist says, "Well, I need some of your dirt." And the Lord looks at him and says, "Well, I would suggest you make your own dirt." <laughs> so that's that's where we are. We cannot create from nothing one little hydrogen atom we cannot make it and so therefore mankind with all of its intelligence cannot even create the most simple things out of nothing and that's where we are and we are in a race against a creator that cannot ever be defeated it's total insanity what else you got before we close we got about a minute left two minutes well, I just wanted to mention, keep your eyes also on Israel. Now, here's a Yahoo News. This is mainstream news. Breaking mm-hmm. says, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has held five secret meetings with Israel's defense and intelligence chiefs, plus the head of the Mossad, in a preparation to attack Iran. And the rumors are that Netanyahu is going to go on, his, go it, go on it on his own without Biden in America, if there isn't something happening in a very short time frame, and 
they're out of time, Stuart, and this really is a disaster. Yeah, because we will not help Israel. And if Obama's the guy running behind the scenes, which I believe he is, he's already said, I'm going to side with the Muslim world. I'm not going to side with Christians, and I'm not going to side with Israel. So that's where we are. And that's probably part of the Israeli mistake as we get into this. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, we're watching, folks, the disintegration of our world civilization as mankind goes totally insane. And that's why the Lord said in Deuteronomy, I will throw down insanity upon the human race because you would not do what I asked you to do. And so here we are. Final last words there, Larry. Yeah, the uh, on the war room, uh, an expert that knows Putin wrote Putin's playbook, says be very watchful the next two months. So we just need to be watchful. Yeah, there's a lot going on, folks, and we'll keep you posted as long as we can. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Larry, for coming on and sharing all that. And uh, take care, everyone. Heads up. We're in a lot of trouble. Good night.